Welcome back everybody. This is Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis. Today we're going to be doing a lot. Um, I did not have time as in personal, my personal life going on yesterday. Couldn't get chapter 11 in. Um, so today I'm going to fulfill that uh, promise that I made. I'm going to do Matthew 11, Matthew 12, and we're going to be doing uh, my weekly sermon. So I'm going to be here today for a while. Um, I will still name this this episode for yesterday, just so it kind of makes more sense. So you're not, we, we we can find um, these episodes pretty easily on the podcast. So today we're going to be doing part, uh, Matthew 11 first, and this is a relatively short chapter, but it has a lot of jam-packed information. I could probably spend a whole good hour on this chapter because there's a lot. So I'm, I'm not going to cram all of it into you know again. I wanted there's points I would like to touch and um, this is just to get you start reading. You can go back in and fulfill the whole chapter if you choose. Um, but I'll get as much as I possibly can in here. All right, so we can go to Matthew 11. We'll start at the top, but first one. And it came to pass when Jesus has made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and shoot John again, those things which ye hear and sing. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. And the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he, whoever shall not be offended in me. As they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye into, out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken in the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, that they wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what went ye out to see? A prophet. Yeah, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. For this is written, and whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of woman, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding that he is least in the kingdom of heaven, is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John, until John, and if ye will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows, and saying, We have piped unto you, and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John neither eating, not, John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he had the devil. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say he's a, behold, a man gluttonous and wybaber, a friend of publicans and sinners, but wisdom is justified of her children. 
Then began he to upbraid the cities, wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented none. Woe unto thee, Chorazin! Woe unto thee, Bethsaida! For it the mighty works were done in you, had done in Tyre and Sidon, Sidon, excuse me, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it would be t more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if, it, if the mighty works which have been done in thee have been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for it so be seem good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father, save the Son, and he whosoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon thee, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye all shall find rest to your souls. For my eke is easy, and my burden is light. Alright, so that was a lot of information being thrown at us. So let's go right up to the top. We're going to start basically at the top. One, two, three. But we're going to go right look at focus on two right now. It's, uh, now, and John heard in the prisons the works of Christ. He sent his two disciples. And unto him art thou come. So they're questioning Jesus. They're like, wait, are you? Are you the one that came? That we're waiting for? Are you the Messiah he's been talking about? Or are we looking for another person? And a lot of people see that as doubt. And I and Jesus kind of senses it here. He kind of kind of senses okay. Well, and I don't think Jesus sees this as really doubt. This is more faith in need of understanding. You know, because they believe that the Messiah is coming, and they believe that he is of God. But I think it's more for his disciples. I think this is more for his disciples to go directly to Jesus. Like they didn't sit down and. Talk amongst each other to figure it out. No, they went directly to Jesus Christ, and I think he needed the signs. Um, I think he needed these disciples to see that this is him, that this he is who he is, and and also he also is. Why is John in jail? Why shouldn't you be freeing him? And the answer is no. He's not here just to free him, but. What I like, what's really important, is what comes next. What, what does Jesus do next? Look what Jesus says next. He says, Go shoot John again. Those things which you hear and see. The blind receive their sign. The lame walk. Leopards are cleansed. Deaf hear. And he's saying, it's really two, there's really two uh, things that he's saying. There's one thing he's also alluding back to Isaiah 35 and if you want to scroll to Isaiah 35 real quick let's scroll up to Isaiah I mean I have it on my iPad um, but let's flip to Isaiah 25, 35 and it says 
In verse 5, the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be stopped, and the lame shall the lame man leap as an artery, the tongue of the dumb sing. So he's fulfilling what was prophesied in Isaiah. And he said, but he's not also just saying that, he's saying, tell him what you see. Now, Jesus could have just came out and said, yes, I am Jesus Christ. Go back to John. Tell him I'm Jesus Christ. You found him. I'm the man. I'm the Messiah. No. Because it's not about what he says he is. It's about what you believe he is. Did I not do what was prophesied? Did I not do what you expected? John's kind of saying, that, well, you're not doing what I expected. Like, you know what, what, what I expected you to do. He's like, well, didn't I? Didn't I do everything you expected? And that is a very important message being portrayed on, unto us. It's he, he we're, we all have a picture of what Jesus should be, you know. But you got to remember what does it say in the Word? That's what Jesus is saying. It says in the Word of God, the Bible, and, and the Old Testament of Isaiah was prophesied that I will do all this. So, haven't I? He also says in Isaiah 61, I think this is where a lot of people kind of get confused, he says that he, they, he will free people of captors in prison. And he, I don't, he, he doesn't mean in a physical dungeon of a castle or a city or whatever. He's talking about our souls. If we are trapped in our souls, he's here to free us. Trapped in sin, he's here to free us through repentance and to forgive our sins to be forgiven so yes you are in a physical building but your soul will be freed because remember he tells us that he's gonna remember we just read that we're gonna be going into wolves we're gonna be persecuted from kings and queens and governors we're gonna be persecuted he's not here to free us of that those who are endured to the end are blessed so let's continue to read a little further down. Like now we're gonna see. Um, he's like, "Why did you come here for? What did what did you come to see? You can't. Did you just come to see um, a man's clothed in small, soft raiment, or a reed shaken in the wind? No, you came because that's all of the king stuff. You that, that's over there. Where? What did you come here to find a prophet? And he's saying to you more than a prophet. So he's also alluding that he's a prophet and. And the thing is, like, when you read, he's actually saying these next few verses, he's saying that John is a prophet. He is a prophet. Because like, remember, the Pharisees are trying to dumb John down as less than anything. He's not, oh, he's not a prophet. They're trying to, they're trying to really um, portray him as really nothing. And he's like, no, John, John is a, you have John. John is a pro prophet. And you got to remember that. And we're, we're, we're going to skip over verse I want to come back to and come right back to it. But let's go for a little further down. As he says about John, he says, he says, uh, John came to you neither eating or drinking. And they say he's a devil. And I, then the son of man came and he's like, you're gluttonous. He's a drunk, whatever. But he's like, you can't have it both ways. You know, you, he's given you, God has given you a... Because um, remember, John is really the only pro the last prophet from the Old Testament, you know, at, at, before Jesus came. And now Jesus came, and now you can kind of start seeing that John is to start going, but Jesus is now taking over. And he said, you had two prophets here. 
And he said, and look how you're acting. Now, let's go back up, and I, well, we're going to touch kind of back on that point again, but I kind of want to touch number verse 15, 11, 15. And it says, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, I've said this in multiple episodes, that the Bible is not for everybody. It's only for his true followers and his true children. And this is what he's saying. This is exactly what he says. He says, because obviously everybody has ears. Everybody has ears hear, let him hear. Now, don't we all have ears? Yes, but he's saying those who are my true sheep, those who are my true followers, we will hear the message. And that's when he's saying, you know, when he, when you go back up a little bit, when he says, go show John again, because like obviously um, yeah, the, the, the blind receive their sign and they walk. John's going to know what that means. If that was going to in front of a Pharisee, they're not going to understand what we're trying to say because Jesus is not going to come up to guess I am the Messiah because that's going to get them into some political trouble. You know what I'm saying? And one thing that really, when I when I talk about this and how he's acting and let how he's responding, what did we read the other day in Matthew 10? When you go back to verse uh, chapter 10, verse 16, where the other day it says, "I send you forth." As sheep in the midst of the wolves. But what's the second half of this? Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And that's exactly what he's doing. He is he is being wise as a serpent. He's like, okay, well, he has to come about this the wrong way. But he's being harmless as doves. He doesn't want to harm anybody. And that's what we he's really driving down here. Is like we got to be wise, but yet harm, harmless. So, because if he went and sent those disciples and said, yes, I'm the Messiah, Jesus Christ, he's going to get in trouble. And if the wrong person hears that message, they're going to get in trouble. They're going to get harmed. So he's not, because if he gets harmed at that moment, he's not going to be able to fulfill this. He knows he has. And that's the beautiful thing about Jesus Christ. Like The entire time, like at any time, he could have decided I'm Jesus Christ. But he knows the repercussions that will come when people start calling him these things. The word gets out, and the kings are mad and wants wants him dead. So he has to be wise. He has to be wise in his message. But it's also an aspect as it's not really about who I am. It's about what you believe. Who you believe I am. That's what he's really saying. So he that had ears to hear, let him hear. Those who are truly followers will hear God's message because the Bible is encrypted. So he is not just speaking to him to dumb he's speaking to us he's speaking to all his followers and we're going to go a little bit down and he says he's talking about Sodom and what he's saying is we have people who are not repenting Jesus is not here to make us happy he doesn't want our likes on Facebook or you know he doesn't want us to subscribe to his channel no he wants us to repent in these towns Tyre, Sidon, Capernaum, Sodom they're not repenting he said would they have repented they would have still been here <laughs> he said it said would it would it be done be done in Sodom it would have remained until this day but it did it because they didn't repent there was no repentance and you got to remember that you got to remember that repentance is our way to heaven is our way to forgiveness of sins and one beautiful thing like you know this is very touching if you want to see right now 
right now you can all dun, 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 dun. we're gonna see the son talk to the father now and it's such a beautiful way he said it it's verse 25 he says I thank thee O God Lord of heaven and earth because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them unto babes and even so father for it seemed my good so and all things deliver so we can read the further but look how we began it first of all the first word was I thank thee O father so he gave thanksgiving to the Lord to God before he said anything a lot of us when we pray we get to the to the right to I want this I want that give me this please make that happen I want this 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 and that I don't want that but I want this but he's giving us a model here that we need to thank the Lord for everything first you know when you come up to your father or your your parents you go hey I I want ten dollars no you kind of butter them up a little bit right like hey you go, oh thanks for everything you've done you know that's why he's telling us to do is we've got to first off appreciate what God has given us beforehand because nothing when you, I mean I tell you as a parent nothing makes me more upset when my children don't show appreciation for things I do I bend backwards for them and they don't show appreciation that makes, makes nothing excuse me nothing makes me more upset so here he's giving us a model but he's saying revealed unto babes like us children and what he's saying is us children of babes are newcomers we're new people who are now learning to follow christ we are now like we're saved now now we're born again however you want to call it we're ba we're babes or children in our faith and you got to remember that jesus doesn't raise the rich and the high he raises the poor and the lowly david and the goliath he raised them he raised david to overcome that giant goliath he always raises the poor. You always see him with the poor and the weak. If you're not weak, then you don't need him. If someone's if someone's strong, do you need help to pick up a weight? No. It's the weak people that need him. And Jesus is here to save the weak, to bring us. That's why he was sitting with the sinners, the people that needed him. Like we need him. So that's what he's saying. It's like so he said he thanks for Hiding from the wise, the prudent, the kings and princes. Thanks for showing, you're revealing everything to the people who need them, his children. And the, the last thing I want to touch in this episode is the very last few uh, verses. It's 28, 29, 30. And what he's saying here is he wants to first off give us rest. And now rest is a very biblical thing. It's, it's ease to be eased, to be rest in the Lord, you know. Um, that's why we, the Jews, last time before Old Testament, we would practice Sabbath or um, the day of, the day of rest. And it's a very biblical thing of resting with the Lord. And he says, take my yoke. And what he's saying by this is like, because honestly, a lot of times, I just, this didn't make sense to me. Like, what are you talking about? Yoke upon ye and learn about. Yoke is kinship. And we see that in, what is it? I want to say it's Kings. Um, where Solomon die, uh, Solomon dies, and so the tribes came to them because they're under their case. They were had their yoke was heavy. They, there was a lot of burden. There was a lot of um, again a lot of um, trouble onto them. Now he's saying, "I'm not here to do that. I'm here to be easy, and I'm here to be burdenless, low in the heart. You shall find rest in your souls." He is a very peaceful king follow me and 
that is a true testament in everyday life. And that gives us, this is, this is testimony to the point that, you know, where Jesus takes our stress away. When we go through our everyday life, Jesus takes all of our stress and our worries and our burden. He, he handles himself. We just got to give it to him. We just got to give it to him. Whenever we try to take things on our own, we assume, we consume all that burden and all that stress ourselves and that struggle. And we can't do it ourselves. We're too weak. We need to give it to the Lord. And the Lord will take it. And trusting in him and following him, his burden is light and his yoke is easy. So that's what he means by that. He's talking about kinship. Um, so that wraps this uh, uh, episode up. Uh, next, we're going to do... Uh, next, I'm going to do my sermon, and then I'm going to go back into uh, Matthew 12. So, again, my name is Travis. Thank you so much for choosing Christians United Ministry, and God be with you.